This is the Everyday Mind Podcast, the place where we come together to talk about living a life of notice, creating more connected relationships, and ditching the hustle as you establish the life and business you've always wanted. I'm Naftali Roberts, your host and guide, as we journey together exploring the everyday mind. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Everyday Mind Podcast. Today we are going to chat all about how you, as my beautiful creative friends, can know if having a podcast is for you. I know I've gotten a few messages about well, how do you start a podcast? And really, would someone want to hear from me as an artist or a musician or a maker or someone that just is really creative and maybe feels like you don't have anything? You're not here in the world to give business advice. So maybe no one would want to hear from me. So today's guest is Tara Cowderman, and she and I dive really deep in today's episode on who having a podcast is for, how you as a true creative could utilize having a podcast to be seen more authentically and connect with the right people in the world, and then give you some opportunities to really flush out ideas you might have in the back of that beautiful creative mind of yours for ways you would love to show up in the world, but maybe are currently feeling scared of. Tara was on this podcast a few months back, and in the last few months has really pushed into her true passion, which is to promote podcasting in a profitable and intentional way. And when I knew that she was getting ready to launch the Profitable Podcast School, which we talk about at the very end, I knew that I needed to invite her back on the podcast and share with you guys how podcasting might be your next place to show up and connect and use all of that wonderful creativity that is inside of you. So sit back, grab what you grab, and get ready to learn so much as we dive into this interview with Tara Kaverman. Hey, Tara. I'm so excited that you are back. You are a very first return guest on the podcast. I'm so honored and so excited. So today we are going to talk all things podcasting. And the reason that we're going to do this is that for a lot of you listening, Having a podcast may be something you've thought about or haven't thought about, but maybe you're a little interested in. That's why you're listening. So we're going to talk about if people that are born creatives should start podcasts and what some of the benefits could be if you ever thought about it. So Tara, for those of our audience who haven't listened to your past episode before, can you tell us a little bit about you and what brings you joy and what you do in this great big online space? Yes. So first of all, if anyone goes back and listens, things have changed over here. Mm-hmm. So hi, <laughs> let's reintroduce ourselves. My name is Tara Counterman and I am a podcast strategist, coach, and magic CEO. maker. 
Magic, Magic. Mail, I love you. Like CEO of a podcast production agency now, which is crazy. What does Um, that mean? What does that mean? That means that we help online entrepreneurs produce their podcast. So they get to stay in their zone of genius. They get to like live in the things that fill them up and not have to worry about the back end stuff of a podcast and showing up consistently on social media. And we really focus on strategy to not just have a podcast to have a podcast, but to actually have one that helps you move your business forward. So Mm. I am a mom Mm. of two toddlers and we live in a very small town in Indiana. I, I work from home with them, Mm -hmm. which is a lot of fun. (laughs) And a lot. And a lot. But it's so great. I I love entrepreneurship. I started in network marketing when I was 18 and have just kind of like grown and evolved in the things that I'm passionate about. And it's so funny because if I looked back at like my high school years, I probably would have been able to call that I would have been doing something inside of like production or video or television or, you know, something like that. I was always really, really into that. I was kind of the, I was an athlete, but I was also, there was this other side of me that was a total broadcasting nerd. And my senior year of high school, I think I spent more time in the broadcasting room, which was like our school news production, right? Mm -hmm. I loved the behind the scenes stuff. So like editing the show, I basically called the editor's chair for all of senior year. and spent most of senior year there. (laughs) That is awesome. And I love how you're able to look back on things that weren't necessarily a direct path. Like there's been lots of turnouts and Mm -hmm. things, and you can see how it took you here and now. And I know that for a lot of you listening, you feel that way about the different ways that you're showing up in the world creative. And so I wanted to start out today just asking, like as you've walked through this, podcasting journey and you didn't necessarily start out podcasting because you knew exactly where you were going but what have you learned in terms of like who can have a podcast and who might this benefit for you talked about podcasting with a purpose Mm -hmm. and a process so talk to me about like how someone might recognize like this actually there is a purpose here for me as a creative as an artist as a maker right yeah so I think one of the biggest things that I've learned especially in the last few months is that everything is it's always happening for us so even if it seems like something is way far off from the path of like just how you want life to go or kind of getting to your dreams like there is always a lesson that you can take from each one of those different pivots, right? In in my journey, I've pivoted so many times. And when I started my podcast, actually a little over a year ago now, my very first podcast, it was all about um, helping moms to find this balance between entrepreneurship and like surviving motherhood and still having a sense of self. And what I wanted to do through that podcast was like, one, I always wanted a podcast, Mm -hmm. but two, I really wanted to have a deeper connection with my audience. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things that most people don't really look at podcasting for. They kind of just think it's something else that I have to do, right? Mm -hmm. It's something that I, I need to check off the list. I need to, you know, make it 
just add it on to like the 10,000 things that I'm already trying to show up for. And then they write it off because they're like, I'm not going to be consistent. I don't know what to talk about, you know, all these different things. But in the age and the time that we are in right now, audio and video are the way to best connect with your audience. And I don't just mean by, by reaching them and getting in front of them, but I mean by actually building relationships that last building deep connections that are very motivational, that are very inspirational, and that like actually move people to taking further action with you. Now, whether my like niche, right, is more coaches and online course creators, but this still applies to everyone. Because if you are selling something, if you have an online presence, if you have an online brand, you need to be getting in front of people where they are at, which right now podcasting is so popular, but in the format that they are looking for too. There's two different directions I want to go here. So bear with me. But the first one, think about all of the podcasts that you listen to. Think about all of the podcasts that you listen to every single week that you feel like you actually have this connection with the person on the other side, even if you've never met them, even if you've never actually talked to them. I know for me, all of these, like I have my, my list of core podcasts, right? The ones that I very rarely miss and I reference them by name. Mm-hmm. Like Jen said this, or, you know, I reference them by name because the connection through voice is so much deeper than through written word. So yeah you know, that's, that's direction. Number one direction. Number two is think about how busy we are and how, even though we have, we have a lot of access to content, right? Like we're scrolling through social media. There's these big, long posts. I can tell you right now, I'm not reading any of them. I mean, maybe once in a while, if I can't listen or watch, I'm not consuming it. Mm -hmm. And especially as this online space gets bigger and bigger and bigger, not that it's ever going to get saturated because that's not, it's not possible. There's too many people, too many interests, too many passions, but you have to connect with people with where they're at and in a way that's going to be more meaningful. And right now it's not big, long posts on social media. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Or like idealized pictures. I think, you know, for a lot of the artists and influencers and creators Mm -hmm. that I work with, one of the things that they're feeling really frustrated with is the things that they used to do to connect, Mm -hmm. to share what they're doing, share what they're making isn't working anymore because social media used to be the way that they could. And just how things are going, it's more difficult to find the right people to connect Mm -hmm. with. And then people don't want the same thing. They don't want to see your perfect manicured look. They want Well, thank goodness we're finally moving out of that. Mm -hmm. Number one, (laughs) social media has become less of a highlight reel, which I think was more detrimental to our life in general. It's becoming more real and raw, which also gives us the opportunity to make deeper, longer lasting connections and relationships. Yeah. And what I love about podcasting is it gives you an amazing platform to do that, but it also gives you the ability to nurture people without having to constantly be nurturing them. So I use this example a lot. 
So let's say you did a Facebook live, or even if you, you posted something amazing on Instagram, right? Like a picture, a curated, like you have your curated feed. If someone follows you, are they going to go back and read every single one of your posts? Are they going to go and scroll through all of your Instagram pictures? Probably not. Are they going to, on Facebook, are they going to go watch all of your Facebook lives? Not unless they're sick in bed. Yeah. It's not, it's just not how content on those platforms is consumed. Mm -hmm. So you have someone new, you bring them in, you have like one shot, Mm -hmm. right? And that's it. But on a podcasting platform, people don't make a decision with one episode unless audio quality is really bad. I will say that. (laughs) But if you have good, clear audio quality, they don't make a decision at one Mm -hmm. and you have a bingeable library. So the people that do love what you are putting out, Mm -hmm. they're going to go and binge the rest of what you have, which means you are nurturing people. You are building relationships without you ever having to do anything except consistently show up. Mm-hmm. For that one hour, no DMS, no Facebook messages, no replying to 10,000 comments. You are continually nurturing and relationship building in a way that is fostering such a deeper connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's a, it's a way to, yeah. Ensure that longevity of presence mm-hmm. without the overwhelm of time. I know that a lot of artists and makers feel this pull. Like one of the free trainings that I offer is all about like social media for true creatives. And one of the things that I hear over and over again is like, I don't have time. Like I don't want to be on social media all the time, but I have to be as an artist, a maker, an influencer, whatever you are, or even a service provider. And it's like, no, you don't. One of the things that I really truly have loved about podcasting is that I can tell when someone new starts to listen, because over the course of a week, I'll see the numbers on all of my episodes go up. I'm like, oh, someone just binged. And it seems funny to think of that, but like, can I guarantee that? No, I don't track who listens, but I can kind of see this wave of like, oh, two, three people started listening and now we've made our way through the whole library. So there is a way to just kind of see that you're building relationships. Now, for people that they're not necessarily service providers, they're not, I mean, they're service providers and that maybe they're designers or photographers and they're thinking, well, nobody wants to hear from me. Like no one wants to hear from me as a musician. They want to hear my songs or no one wants to hear from me. I'm an artist. I think I wanted to kind of just even brainstorm together some different Mm -hmm. ways people might show up. Now, a really great example. I was telling Tara about this before we hopped on live that I send a lot of like people that are like, oh, I'm not a typical podcaster too. Is this podcast called Sleeping at Last? And it has a huge following and it's done by, yeah, massive. It's done by a musician who basically takes the opportunity every time he releases an episode to highlight a new song that he's created, talk about it, share about it, bring people in. He did an entire series in the Enneagram because he wrote a song for each number of the Enneagram. So it was this awesome compilation of art and personal development, which I'm sure was amazing for his numbers and his connection to the right people. And he does it in such a lovely, authentic way. And it's he's not necessarily teaching, he's sharing. And people really love that. Another example would be if you guys have ever heard the one by Esther Perel. She's a marriage therapist and she has a whole 
podcast of basically these marriage therapy sessions. Mm -hmm. And people love being a fly in the wall. They want to hear the stories behind the process. And so you know what that's that's just the thing mm -hmm. because if you look at marketing, it's all based around story. Yes. What better platform is there for a true story than podcasting other than like a video? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you podcast, you can do it in your pajamas. You can do it with oh, no yeah. pants oh, on. I got, what I got my jammy pants on today. Like, yeah, no, th so there's this huge misconception that like it takes too much time. Mm -hmm. And then there's this other misconception that it has to be a certain way mm -hmm. because yes, right now, especially with what I'm seeing, like with business coaches and, you know, course creators think the, the people that I mostly, you know, surround myself with it's showing up a lot, but that doesn't mean that there's not other successful podcasts. This is a good teaching moment. When those people are doing something, it means that the market is, is wanting it, right? When the experts are saying, I have to be on the podcast platform to connect with my audience in a deep and meaningful way, mm -hmm. in a real and authentic way. Mm -hmm. Hey, guess what? That means that's what the market wants. Yeah. So even as a creative, you can still leverage that, but leverage it in your own way, because just because they're talking about coaching and business and, you know, whatever it is, doesn't mean that you can't leverage it in a way that's authentic to you. Yeah, you have a unique voice. And no matter what you do and how you normally and typically show up, there are additional ways that people maybe long to connect with you, mm -hmm. you know, and I I know as someone that is a consumer and a buyer of art and music and literature, I am 99.9% .9 more likely to buy something that I have connected with that person. Like mm -hmm. it's the reason we all go to every single movie of the one star that we just like believe is our BFF, even though we have never met them. Yep. Hello to Axe Shepard and Kristen Bell. If you're listening right now, I would like to meet you. I live I in Los them. Angeles. We would be friends. I'm now I say I'm psycho. I'm not. I'm normal. I've never stalked you in my life. Because we believe, and whether this is a reality or not, we believe that we would be friends with them. And Dax's podcast is another example. And yes, obviously he's a major name, but people will go watch him more now because they've listened to him and they will go watch his shows and go watch his movies. And so even though he's not talking about film and TV, he is building a connection point that will in turn increase the amount of people showing up and seeing him. Yeah. Well that, and it's, it's layered too. Like mm -hmm. the market and advertising isn't, what was I reading the other day? I think it was a course I was taking. She was talking about how the curated feed on Instagram isn't so much a thing anymore because people want deeper connection. They want real, they want raw. They don't want to see your perfect highlight reel. And then I was listening to something else about how TV commercials, no one's really consuming them anymore. The way that marketing is happening is changing because people are longing for connection. Mm -hmm. yeah. They want to know more. Mm -hmm. And a podcast is a platform, whether you, you use it to build your brand or you use it to build 
deeper connections, which there's a way to do both of those. But even if you just say, I want to podcast on this one topic that has nothing to do with my art, Mm -hmm. with my creative business, you're still going to be building those lifelong connections and relationships. And guess what? Those people are probably going to turn out to be buyers. So like what stories do you have? Mm -hmm. I mean, artists are very deep, passionate Mm -hmm. people. Like that's who you guys are. Leverage that. Yeah. In the market Mm -hmm. on this platform so that you can build those, those connections of people that are like, not just, Oh, I bought this, but there's like, they know the meaning behind it. They know your heart behind it. They know like your passions and your purpose and all of that, all of that stuff is going to influence them Mm -hmm. to connect with you more Mm -hmm. to support you. Having the story, you know, I'll, I'll use this example. It's not a podcasting example, but it is a story. So we have this friend named Angie, and she is an artist, and she's amazing. And I've known that she's an amazing artist for years, but I didn't have a story to tell about her art. So it has only been through the process of, one, my daughter learning, who's two, that she's an artist. And my daughter says she has paint in her heart because she wants to be an artist when she grows up. And she found out that Miss Angie is a painter. And then we have this piece of art that Miss Angie is loaning us and letting us babysit. And so now I have all these opportunities to share the narrative behind I've always known I love her work, but I never talked about it until the stories happen, until I could Mm -hmm. connect it to other things. So that's what a podcast could do for you. So you're hearing that there's a value now, and you're kind of convinced that maybe this might be something you want to do. And we already touched on this a little bit, but talk to me logistically and strategically Mm -hmm. is... Their amount of time that each podcast has to be. What if someone wanted to do like a five minute podcast? Is that possible? Oh my gosh, absolutely. So, listen, what you should structure your show around is you and the people that are listening. So, if you know you can't do an hour long podcast, which P.S., like who listens to those? <laughs> but a lot of people I feel that that I've connected with and that I've seen in this space are so fearful that they're going to run out of content ideas. They're so fearful of the fact that it takes too much time, but you guys, it can be whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. You get to use your creative juices and ability within this platform too. The only thing is that I recommend that you're consistent. Mm-hmm. So there are lots of ways to do this, right? Batching out content, spending a couple hours once a month, making sure that you get it all done. But podcast listeners and that relationship is developed over time. And it is something that when you don't show up and you said that you would, people notice. Mm-hmm. And it it does take away that trust factor, right? And not that you can't get out of it. Not that there isn't times and places for taking hiatuses or ending seasons or things like that. But strategically, you want to be subconsciously building trust. And that requires showing up for them once a week. 
Now you don't have to do it. There are people that come out with episodes three times a week or four times a week or every single day. It doesn't even have to be that serious. Most people don't listen to all of those because there's not enough time in the day with all the different shows that they want to listen to and busy life. And if you commit to showing up once a week, you're going to start building that very loyal audience. So no, it doesn't, to answer your question, no, (laughs) if you want to have a five minute podcast and it's something that's meaningful and that there's connection, right? Don't just get on for five minutes because you have to, but if you can cultivate a story and a feeling and an emotion in five minutes, then why take longer? Mm -hmm. Like instant gratification. That's the time that we live in right now. So it does, it's not like you have to commit to 40, 30 minute episodes. Yeah. And you can play with different things. Like mm-hmm. I remember when I first started out, I was like filling 20, 25 minutes. That's going to be really hard. So I'll only commit to doing that once a week. And then the other, like I'll do like a five, 10 minute. I sat down to record my first episode and I was like, oh, it's hard to make these as short as I would like them to be because I like shorter episodes. And so yeah. I'm still learning. And, you know, I think if you listen to this episode in three years from now, you'll realize that my episodes have gotten shorter. But it's just I love what you had to say. Give the value, give the story and the connection and then go home. Yeah. Like that's that's it. There's no pressure. There's no pressure to fill a time slot. Mm -hmm. There's no people want to know what you have to say Mm -hmm. and then they want to move on. (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of like the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am of yeah. connection. Leave them satisfied. Don't don't leave before they're satisfied, but go on. Yeah. I love analogies, especially late at night. And you are hearing a podcast where Naftali is tired. So oh, God. here's <laughs> for the it. metaphors. Okay. <laughs> so we've talked about the time. We've talked about providing that deeper connection. And we've talked about just the fact that anyone and everyone really can utilize podcasting. As yeah. And you guys, up. seriously, I challenge you to like go on iTunes and go look at all the different podcasts, all the different categories. Mm-hmm. We get so focused and so centered because mm-hmm. we're trying to find an excuse not to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's scary because it's different and because it's not what we're doing right now. But the truth is, if you want to have true growth in your business, which if you're here Mm -hmm. listening to this, I'm assuming that you do, you want to stay true to your creative self, Mm -hmm. but you also want to be able to monetize that because you have to live. Yeah. You have to take care of yourself and support yourself. Right. So Don't let fear stand in the way of that. And don't let all of these new platforms and all of these new ways that you can connect with people overwhelm you too, because podcasting can be a great way since it's a longer form piece of content to then you can break it down and repurpose. So you can actually show up even more powerfully with the same message and connect with your audience in the other places that they are too. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So we were talking about how it's everywhere and there's everything on it, which is not to say your voice isn't needed. There is because there's a market that stains it. So I was like, what's a really random word to type into iTunes? So I was like, let's type in the word crochet because one of those things you're like, how much could you talk about crochet? There are 18 titles 
with something directly related in the title or the description that lists the word crochet. So, you know, use whatever your words are, the people that you want. Like if you look at specific types of musicians or if you're a drummer or anything, just start typing it. You're going to see that people want to listen to all the things. So be one of those people that they connect with. And, okay. and, be, and, and do that, but, but be true to you and your voice. Yes. You don't have to morph yourself to Mm-mm. anyone else in any of those categories. Like just use it to kind of debunk that belief that yes. like, I can't, there's no reason I shouldn't, you know, no one's going to listen to that stuff. So use it for that. But use your creativity. You guys are creatives. Use that and like really, really stand in your zone of genius there to create something that is beautiful and unique to only you. And that's going to help even more and faster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Don't listen to the podcasts that you find. I will say that from one of the biggest mistakes that I made early on in podcasting is that I would listen to other podcasts that were similar to mine and it made it hard for me to just be me and be my voice. Subconsciously, I found myself trying to be other people. And so I've really grown as I was listening to another podcaster and she said, you should stop consuming things that are similar to your own podcast. And I was like, great. And I'm going to stop listening to you. And she doesn't mind. She's a big person. But like in my mind, I was like, no one minds. No. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to stop listening to you, 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 you. I like cleaned out and I started listening to like, yeah, like true crime or not that because that's too scary. But those sorts of things. Especially with creatives. And Mm -hmm. I don't I, I don't think I identify as like a true, true creative but like there's some of that in there you got some features you got some features you got a million ideas you're not always sure which one you want to do so you try to do them all and then you feel overwhelmed I got Um, some features yeah but what what I'm saying is when you consume all of that like again oh I don't know I didn't say this again I say this a lot I truly believe in community and collaboration over competition but like when you listen to the competition, you can't help but compare yourself. Mm-hmm. And for me, my creative channels go, bloop. Yeah. <laughs> they completely power off. And you guys like, this is your strength. Mm-hmm. Use it. Yeah. Use it. Yeah. Be creative. Like just be. Okay. So you have some things coming up that people can come hear more about podcasting. So can you tell our audience a little bit about that? And then also about what you are launching in case someone listens and they're like, oh no, it's after those dates. Yes. So I have a free live workshop that will be going on through like mid to end October. There's tons of different dates. So you know, if you can get those to all of them, I won't list all of them here, yes. but it is the five-step framework for a profitable podcast launch. And inside of this workshop, we're going to be talking about how to spend less time creating content and then, you know, creating content that actually converts your audience into buyers. And we're going to talk about the three biggest impact blockers for a profitable podcast. I see these so much in the industry. So I want to make sure that you 
if you are interested in starting a podcast that you don't fall into these three mistakes. And then we're going to talk about my profitable podcast method, because I actually have a five-step framework that walks anyone through the podcast creation and production and promotion, all of the things. So we'll be digging into that during our hour live. I keep saying live because I will actually be live. It won't be one of those things that like, oh, I'm live and it's pre-recorded. So you're going to be able to come and ask questions directly related to your business. It is an actual workshop. So we will be able to talk things out and, you know, We won't leave until you uh, have all your questions answered. And then I am launching my Profitable Podcast School, which is actually a complete course on how to launch your Profitable Podcast. These are both really directly related to online coaches and course creators. However, the information is applicable to anyone. We all know about like having to niche down, right? Or niche down, however you say it, to really speak and market and connect with your audience. So that's kind of the direction that I've gone. However, inside of this course, oh my gosh, there's just, there's so, so much stuff. It's amazing, guys. I have been on the inside. It's so good. And even as someone who already has a podcast, I have been going through Tara's Profitable Podcast School, getting to see all of her amazing information and have switched some stuff around just because I was like, oh, that's great. That would work better. Let me use Tara's idea. This this course has like my heart and soul in it. And it is, this is like my creative baby. I don't leave anything out. These are the strategies and the systems and the tools that we use for our really high level clients that pay us a lot of money every month to manage their podcast so that they don't have to do that stuff. But I don't leave anything out so that you can take that and and do it yourself. Yeah. So like once you make this decision, then you will have the way to go through the process to get yourself going and then you can manage it yourself for a while and then hire Tara's team when you get to the point that you're ready. Exactly. I know what it's like to bootstrap things. Mm -hmm. And that is why, you know, when I started into the podcasting world outside of just being a podcast creator myself, I knew that I wanted to serve at a very high level with taking that off of creatives, right? Like the brain of the business, taking it off of their hands so that they could show up in their zone of genius. Mm -hmm. I was so passionate about that. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, there's going to be this whole gap of people that are bootstrapping and aren't ready yet. Their business can't sustain outsourcing this yet. And I don't want them to have an excuse of why not to do it. Because if you want to have true, amazing connection and growth in your business, this isn't something that should wait until next year or two years or three years from now. If you want to condense the timeline of success, if you want to really elevate yourself as an expert in whatever it is that you are creating in, you need to start building those connections now. 
not when you can afford to have help later. So Mm -hmm. like, I understand the, the, like I'm bootstrapping it, which is why I created this course so that you can go in, you can be extremely organized and efficient so that you don't get stuck in this like content creation hamster wheel so that you can make your hour or hours go way farther then they can, if you're trying to like piece it all together by yourself, learn as you go, like it's all here for you to condense that timeline. And then you're going to be able to utilize this process. And one day you're going to be able to get rid of it, whether that's with me or not, you're going to be able to get rid of it Mm -hmm. so that you can continue to show up in like your true zone of genius, which I'm going to guess is not editing and creating social media graphics, right? It's going to be in creating Mm -hmm. and speaking and connecting with your audience, not that backend stuff. Not the backend stuff. And I mean, both Tara and I like really getting into that backend side, like her with the podcasting and me with the processes, whether it's your sales process or your marketing process, whatever that is, but having a really clear and defined goal that you're reaching as well as a process that allows you to be the most creative and flexible. Mm-hmm. As creatives, I know that many of you are like processes. I don't want to do that. And I promise this, this will allow you to still be inspired and have that creative flow, but it will take the wasted time out of the equation. And nobody wants to be exhausted by the wasted time. You want to pour oh that gosh. energy into it's what you so- do. It's so much time that I see wasted. So many things that like there's extra steps here that don't need to be there. There's like, you guys, if you can condense all of that, it means that you can truly get into your creative flow Mm -hmm. because you're not wasting all that. Like, just like what you said, like you're not wasting all that time and energy, like, especially as a creative, Mm -hmm. your power is in your energy. And if you're spending all your energy on things that are one, don't matter for your creative zone and two are like things that you have to do, but because it's not your zone, they're being stretched way out and you're not taking the care and precision that you could utilize in those to make everything move faster so you can stay in your power. Right. Mm hmm. That's why there are people like us, like there's, there's different sides, right? Because you get to stay in your creative zone and then we get to help you like amplify that by fixing the stuff that you don't like. Yeah. And when you get there, taking that from you, because I take that in terms of the systems and making sure that you're on track and staying accountable because who needs to waste three months because you just haven't been doing your tasks. That's where I come in and I'm like, I noticed you have not been doing any of the things you committed to. Let's chat about that. What's not working so we can move you forward. So I love that. I love those conversations. Anyways. Okay. So we're going to put all the links to Tara's information and where you can go and do those live trainings as well as in the on purpose creatives group. We're going to be talking about podcasting and any questions that you might have, go ahead and throw those in there. I will make sure that if Tara's not in the group, which I do not have in front of me right now, that she is added in so that she can answer those questions. So you can go ahead and tag her. So I've so enjoyed having you here. I hope you guys leave here knowing that it's possible and often 
is going to make your life so much easier if you consider connecting in the world through a podcast. Definitely reach out if you have any questions. Otherwise, I will talk to you all soon. Thank you for listening to The Everyday Mind. Here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of the episode you just listened to, head on over to Instagram stories and share there all about why you've been loving The Everyday Mind podcast. Tag me, Naftali V. Roberts, and share so that more people can continue to grow their life of notice so they can build the life and business they always wanted. If you really love me, please head and leave a rating and review so that more people can continue to hear and get encouraged and the tips and tricks to grow a life of notice and build that business on purpose. Have a great day and I'll talk to you all soon.